Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. Because he was born of a virgin. That's the, you see, that's why there are certain fundamental truths of the scripture that cannot be compromised. The virgin birth. Jesus had to be born of a virgin. He could not be born of a natural man. He would have been a partaker of the sin nature. That's why his conception was, they call it the immaculate conception. His conception was from heaven. But it's not a big mystery. It's exactly what happened to you and I when we got born again. Except that, you know, he, 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 the, 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 the physical body, those of us who are medical people will tell you this, you know, we now have IVF, intervitreal fertilization. So what you do is that you take the egg, the sperm of a man, you take the egg from his wife, you know, uh, you know and then you mix it in vitro inside the lab and it forms a zygote. That is, it, 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 it's a fertilized egg. You can now take, this is scientific truth. You can now take that egg and implant it in the uterus of the womb of a woman who is not the mother. They call them surrogate mothers. Maybe she's a young woman, you know, and the, and the, and the, and the woman who is the married woman, the woman who wants to have the baby, maybe there's something wrong with her system and she can't carry a baby. So they, they now pay. They pay for it. It's a legal thing. You know, they pay for it. So that girl, that young virgin or whatever, you know, will carry the baby for the nine months and give birth to the baby. The baby is not the baby of the surrogate mother. The baby is the baby of the wife, of the, of the man and the woman. If you do a DNA test and a blood test, what you are going to see is the one of the, my, the, 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 the mother and the father. The surrogate woman was just a vehicle. That's what Mary was. Sorry, Holy Mother people. I'm Holy Mother too. Because I love the Holy Mother. And that's, I'm being honest. I really love the Holy Mother. She's a wonderful woman. You know? So, you know, uh, but, but she, what happened was that God fertilized the egg using the word of God. The word became flesh. And then the Holy Spirit, the first surgeon to perform IVF. He took that seed and he planted it in Mary's uterus. So that, that holy thing which will be born of her shall be called the Son of God. A clap offering for the Lord. Hallelujah! So, unlike you and I, just never had a sin nature. That's why he was born of a virgin. So when he was born into this earth, he was born sinless. But into a sin-laden environment. So over the years as he grew, the Bible says in the days of his flesh, he offered up prayer and supplication with strong crying and tears. He had to learn how to overcome. The Bible says he learned obedience. By the things which he suffered. Watch this. He too went through more tribulation. He too went through more tribulation. The Bible says so. He learned opinion by thing all those years. 12, 13, 14, 15, 17, 20, 
21, 21. All of those years, the Bible says he was tempted in every way like as we are, yet without sin. He too went through much tribulation. And at 30 years old, he went through the last bit of it. The loss of the flesh, the loss of the eyes, and the pride of life in the wilderness. And then he entered the kingdom. In the sense, he, he, already, he was always in the kingdom because he had total dominion all of those years. But he was growing, you see. The Bible says he grew in wisdom and in stature. But he entered the kingdom in the sense, so I'm not misunderstood, you know, that he now inherited the spirit without measure, which he didn't have before. It was only after that he began to turn water to wine, walk on water, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, cast out devils, raise the dead. He wasn't doing that before. So it is with you and I. It is through much tribulation. We will enter this experience and then inherit the spirit without measure. Heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead just like him. And you know the beautiful thing about this thing? God showed me this just a few weeks ago. I've always known it, but you know, it became clear to me from scripture. You know, just like you can speak in tongues at will. You know, if you want to speak in tongues now, once you, once, when you got the earnest of the Spirit, the down payment, it was given to you for you to use as you will. I can speak in tongues anytime I want. I can speak in tongues anytime I want. The hour is coming and now is. When you have the Spirit without me, you use it as you will. A leper comes to you. Can you heal me? You know, yeah, I know you can heal me if you say, I will. I will. John chapter 15, verse 7. If ye abide in me, and all of us do, born again, thank God. It's the second part that we don't qualify. And my words abide in you. When you have the dominion, the total dominion of the kingdom, through the word of God, then you will ask what you will, and it will be done unto you. That's where we're going. I'm going to close shortly. Now, listen to this. So it is through much tribulation that we end the kingdom. And Jesus had to go through that to inherit the spirit that measure. He too had to, all those years, between 12 and 30, he had to grow. He had to overcome all that. And then finally, even after, you know, he was 30 years old and the heavens opened, he still had to go into the wilderness and he was tempted, you know, for 40 days. He, he went through much tribulation. Then he came back in the power of the spirit, having inherited the spirit without measure. So I have to close. Now listen to this. Oh, Jesus, help me here. Mm. I'll take it from there. Watch this. Jesus prayed a prayer or taught us a prayer, which is the essence of the purpose of the kingdom. We call it the Lord's Prayer. He said, when you pray, say, thy kingdom come. It's a prayer has been God's heart all these years. And thy will be done. Where? In heaven? No. On earth as it is in heaven. Now, that word earth there has a lot of meanings. You see, the Bible is, that's why the Bible calls the manifold wisdom of God. It talks about the manifold wisdom of God. You see, when people hear things, they hear it at different levels. In the tabernacle of Moses, there are three levels of truth. Or it, 
it portrays three levels of truth. Outer court, which is just the truth of the natural. That is truth you just understand by the natural things you can see. And it's truth and it's correct. But there is another truth inside the holy place which is hidden from the people in the outer court. In the, in the, in the outer court. That is the truth that is exemplified by the shoe bread that is inside the holy of holies, not the holy of holies, the holy place that is enlightened by the candle, by the, by the light of the, of the lampstand. You can't see that thing in those, because that place was made with um, um, the, clo- the, the skin of animals. So it was pitch dark inside the holy place, except that was why they needed to have a lampstand there. They had to have a candle, a menorah. Uh, the candlestick there on a table, then there were the, the, the things of shoe bread. That symbolized another level of truth. But then there is a third level of truth that is deep. It is inside the holiest of all. It is actually inside the Ark of the Covenant. You know, Moses was instructed by God to put a sample of manna inside the, the tabernacle and also the Ten Commandments, the the, the two stones that God had written there, and put them inside the tab, inside the Ark of the Covenant. That represents a third and the highest level of truth. Now, you see, most, most Christians, when they read the Bible, they're only reading in the outer court. Now, let me sh- show you about this earth. I want to show you earth in the outer court. I'm going to show you earth in the holy place. Then I'm going to show you earth in the most holy place. And we close. Thy will be done on earth. Let's start in the outer court. What is earth? Everybody knows what the earth is. You know, around us. You know, the geography, the Sahara Desert, the Nigeria, London. That's the earth. And that's right. No wrong. You know? We want to see the want to see the will of God done in Nigeria. We want to see the will of God done in England. We want to see the will of God done in Japan. We want to see the will of God done in Russia. We certainly need that one. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I could I, I couldn't help that. You know, we want to see the will of God done in Ukraine. That's on earth. It's a deeper level. The second level of the earth is your physical body. Your physical body was made from the dust of the earth. So when the Bible says, thy will be done on earth, he's not just talking only about the environment and, 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 and the geopolitical nations. He's talking about your earth. That the will of God, may be done in your physical body. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. My earth. I want the will of God done inside my earth. Inside my feelings, inside my desires, I have total dominion of God over my physical body. Hallelujah. Paul brings out this truth. It's in Romans chapter 8. He says it this way. He said, if Christ be in you, Your spirit, your born-again spirit, has life because it is in right standing with God. This is Olubi Johnson paraphrase. I'm adding some things, but they're scripture, trust me. You know, because of right standing, because of the blood of Jesus. But your body is dead. 
It's, of course, it's not physically dead. It's just dead spiritually. If Christ being you, the, the, the spirit is alive because of righteousness, the body is dead, you know. But, if the spirit of him, that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Jesus from the dead shall give Zoe, give the life of God into your physical body. This is, this is the kingdom in, the, in your earth. I'm, gonna give, I'm, going, I'm going further. Then the next statement, that's verses 10 and 11. Then he says in verse, he said, Therefore, brethren, verse 13, we are not debtors to the flesh, to live out the flesh. In other words, if you're born again and you're spirit-filled, you have no business living after the flesh. You don't have to. You're not a debtor to it. You've been set free from it. Therefore, brethren, we are not debtors to live out of the flesh. For if you, born again, spirit-filled, tongue-talking, chorus-singing Christian, if you continue to live after the flesh, you're going to die. Oh. I know people say, hey, God forbid, in Jesus' name, I reject it. Stop living after the flesh. All that, God forbid, will not stop it if you don't obey the spiritual law. Yeah, hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for the honest amen. Amen. He said, you will die. Spiritually, premature death, go to heaven, yes, but lose your reward. And that's what's happened to the majority of the Christians. Because they won't do anything about the flesh. Say, but if ye, through the Spirit, do mortify. The word mortify means to kill. Crucify. The deeds of the body, or the Galatians calls the loss of the flesh. Say, you will live. So, that's the second level. Where the kingdom of God must be made manifest in this earth. Thy will, the kingdom of God come. Thy will be done in this earth. Not just in Nigeria. Not just in Ukraine. But in my own earth. In the last one. The soul. Do you know that there is earth here? Everybody follow me in your Bible to Psalm 119 verse 25. I don't know if I'm talking to anybody. If you're still on my side... Give me a wave offering. Then give the Lord a clap offering. Psalm 119. And look at terrible scripture. Verse 25. These are what I call life scriptures. I, I'll tell you a little story about life scripture. I won't, I won't take a long time. You know, it was God who led me. I didn't know. You know. I, I, because of time, you know, God supernaturally led me to scripture. You know what he told me? This, this came in 1983. I'm always making fun of Pastor Laulu, whose 40th birthday it is. I said, when you were born, when I started using live scriptures. <laughs> True story. This just before I met my wife. I, went, I, met, I met my wife, you know, in July, August. Then we got engaged in September. You know, this happened in June. You know, June, May, June. You know, of, I still remember clearly. Back in those days, if I got sick, I'll just take my healing scriptures. You know, I'll take about three or four of them. You know, you know, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. You know, just make and I, I'll sleep. Once I get up, I'm healed. I'm talking about 1980, 81, 82, 83. You know, up to that time. But this time, I had malaria. 
true story. And I had been invited, somebody invited me to preach, you know, to come and minister to some children, to some young um, 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 secondary school students, you know, in Oyo. He was, he was actually, he was in deeper life at that time. This person, you know, was in deeper life. You know, we were teaching together in the school in Kutai. So he said, please, he wants me to come and minister to their fellowship in Oyo. And I had agreed to go. You know, in those days, there was no Pastor Dio, there was no Pastor Laulu. There was nobody to drive me. I had to drive myself. I had this Igala that my dad had given me after my first car had an accident. So, but I was sick. <laughs> I had fever. The temperature was high. So I, I, I went and did my healing scriptures. I learned that from Kenneth Hagin. You know, I took about five of them. Isaiah 5, 1 Peter 2.24, you know, Psalm 103. He sent his word and healed them. You know, I had them like that. You know, I knew them off heart. You know, I would sleep. You know, then I will put a tape. You know, I put a healing, his scriptures tape. And I will sleep. You know, and the word will be entering. By the time I get up, I'm healed. This time I didn't get healed. The Lord, what's happening? He said, go and look for every scripture you can find on life. In the Bible. The fever was still on me. I opened my Bible because I knew my Bible. So all this Psalm 119, I began to give, quicken me, quicken me, give life to me, give life to me, give life to me, give life to me. That's how I learned life scriptures. So I now just confessed all of them. The whole of Psalm 119, the ones I could find, you know, then I jumped to uh, the New Testament, John, you know. So I didn't just stay with healing alone. I now, anything that had about life, Romans chapter 8, these ones I just quoted to you, I just all of them like that right onto 1 John. Within an hour, I was completely and totally healed. The, the, the fever left. Ah! I said, Ajay. <laughs> you know, in our language, that means, you know, I don't know how to translate it. It means which, actually, but it doesn't mean it means something supernatural. You know, so I said, wow, wow, man, I got something new here. You know, so I, 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 went, I went to Oyo. You know, I preached to the people. I spent the night there, you know, and, and that time they didn't believe you know, the deeper, he was in deeper life at that time. They've changed now, thank God. They used to believe that you have to be sanctified before you got the Holy Ghost. So I went there and I preached the doctrine upside down. I said, no, 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 no. You don't get sanctified and get the Holy Ghost. You get the Holy Ghost and then you get sanctified. And he, he, didn't, he didn't stop me. Oh. This guy who invited me, he was very cautious, very nice, very courteous. You know, he was just looking at me like this. Everybody got filled with the Holy Spirit. The good ones and the bad ones. Because you see, it's the Holy Spirit that gets you sanctified. You know? And from there, I moved to praying with groanings. And I discovered that I had to... From that day, I, you know, I, if I wanted to pray, God said, go and do those life scriptures. So I'll do, you know, I pray the life scriptures. Then I'll now pray in tongues. Then I'll find out, I'll just pray in tongues a little bit. Then you switch to groaning. Ah! I said, what's this? You know? So I started doing on a consistent basis. It was God who was leading me. That was how I discovered the scripture. Psalm 119, look at verse 25. We're talking about the one in the innermost hole. We've dealt with the outer court. We're dealing with the holy place. We're not dealing with the most holy place. It says, my soul cleaveth unto the what? What is dust? It's earth. So there's not only earth in the body. There's also earth up here. That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So as I began to learn prayer and all of these things, the life of God, the, the, the divine power of the Holy Spirit that was inside my spirit began to dominate. That's what kingdom is. It began to dominate 
and clean out the dust in my soul, the dust in my physical body. Then from there, it moves to the environment. Everybody stand to your feet. We're going to close now. You know the problem of the church? I'm talking about, I'm teaching you, I yet not I, by the grace of God which is with me, about things pertaining to the kingdom that we're, we're, we're about to start experiencing their manifestation, you know, as this flood of glory continues and as we pass the threshold of the 40 days where the, the rain will now stop and all the hills are being submerged as I speak, but all of them are going to be submerged. Everything. According to Isaiah chapter 40, every hill shall be made low. Every valley will be filled. All the crooked places will be made straight. And all the rough places will be made smooth. Preparing a what? Highway for the what? Glory of God. See how the scriptures intermesh, you know, um, seamlessly. That's when you know it's truth. Now watch this. The glory of God. The prerequisite for it is the kingdom. Without the kingdom, the glory can't come. Happen with Jesus. So you and I, now, now, the things pertain unto kingdom, you have to start enforcing. That's the word. We're going to look at all of that next time. You have to start enforcing the kingdom. The kingdom of God suffered violent and violent take it back. It's not going to just, you know, drop on you like ripe cherries from heaven. You've got to enforce it. We're going to look at that in more detail in the, in the weeks to come. You know, through confession, praying, praying in tongues, groaning, intercession. That's how you enforce. Then you now start having dominion. You dominate the, the, the will of God will be done in your earth. The will of God will do, be done in the dust in your soul. When that happens, you know what's going to happen? You now create a superconducting highway. For the glory of God to move into your environment. The reason why a lot of the praying of the church for the nation has not been effective is because we are trying to enforce the kingdom of God in Nigeria and we have not enforced the kingdom of God in our earth and in our soul. That's the reason. That's why the amount of the kingdom of God we've seen in the nation has been partial as it has been partial in the amount of the kingdom in our own earth and in our own soul. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a compulsory course. Let's talk to God. We're going to have the kingdom in the nations. See, the hour is coming and now is. I preached this on Wednesday. The hour is coming and now is when the, 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 the presidents, like President Biden and, 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 and uh, Prime Minister Rishi in, in, in the UK and Macron, they will call for the prophets in the church. The hour is coming and now is. How many remember Elisha? Elisha was in, he was in Israel. He was, not in, he was not in Syria. He was in Israel. The king said, which one of you is a spy? Then anytime, you know, we're going somewhere, we always find the ambushers. They said, oh king, these were, these were unbelievers. These were politicians. These were people who were the advisors of the king of Syria to show you the reputation of the prophet. And that is coming back. Because we are going to deal with the kingdom in our earth and in our soul. 
then we will now be able to manifest it outside. Tasting of the powers of the age to come. And you know what's going to happen? They, 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 they said there is a prophet in Samaria. What you are saying in your bedroom is hearing it. He said that's the person that is causing the problem. He's not a spy. So you know what they did? And they're going to do the same thing now. It's written in the scripture. The scripture cannot be broken. It's going to happen. You know what they did? They sent a whole brigade of soldiers to go and arrest Elisha. He was living in a place called Dothan. When Gehazi saw them, that one had plenty of earth up here. No, no dominion. He behaved like a natural man. Goes, ah, Lord. Elisha was not fuzzled because he was a man living by revelation. He was seeing the invisible. You know what Elisha says? He said, There are more that are for us than are for them. He said, Lord, open his eyes. And he saw this, 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 this you know, chariots of fire and all the angels. They will come and arrest us too. Because they will hear, they will say, it's those people who are praying. They, we know them. We, they, they heal the sick and all. They are the president. They are the one who's causing the problem. <laughs> and they will come and arrest us. And you say, Lord, smite them with blindness. The Bible said they were, they were blind in the middle of Siberia. Then the king wanted to kill them. Ah, we're walking in love. <laughs> He says, smite the person you capture with your own bow and arrow. This one was captured by the power of God. He said, give them food to drink. Give them water to eat. Give them, you know. Then he said, Lord, open their eyes. He said, they went back to Syria and they never came back again. Give the Lord a clap, offering. The way God delivered Elisha is the way God will deliver us when we enter the kingdom. Let's talk to God. Hallelujah. Mommy, you want to say something? Okay. Glory be to God. Oh, let's talk to God. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.